All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose again. They lose 2-1 to one to the Rays on Saturday night in Tampa, and that's now two losses in the series. They've lost 6 of 7. They are just a disaster, and there's no sign that things are going to get any better. I don't expect things to get any better. Um, last week on Keep to the City, I wrote how you know things are bad, and they will likely get worse, and they've gotten worse. This team has been bad now since June 19th. You could say then, you could say they've been bad since the All-Star break, you could say they've been bad since August, you could say they've been bad the last two weeks, the last week, they've just been bad for a long time. They've been an under 500 team for 68 games, they were a great team for 65 games. So they've been a bad team for longer than they've been a good team, that's because they're not a good team. The first week of the season, when, or the second week, when they lost that series in Baltimore and couldn't score and got walk-off, walked on, could barely play any runs against a, a team, an Orioles team that was still bad at that point, hadn't called up their top prospects, were coming off another miserable season. And I wrote and said back then that the, the 2022 Yankees were the 2021 Yankees. It was the same team. It was a continuation. Then they went on that a miraculous run because of their starting pitching, because of Aaron Boone, and because of the combination of Michael King and Clay Holmes. But then King got hurt, Holmes was ineffective and got hurt, the starting pitching got hurt, came back down to earth, and all that was left was Judge, and one guy can't do it. For as good as he is, for as historic as this season is, one guy can't do it. He tried to do it again by himself on Saturday night, produced the only run, the solo home run the ninth, but it's not that type of sport. One guy can't do it all. So this team is now 30 and 38 since June 19th. They are 15 and 26 since the All-Star break. They are 9 and 20 since August 2nd. They are 1 and 6 in their last 7 games. And those 7 games include two against the miserable, awful, just horrific A's. The Angels, who have had nothing to play for for months, are so bad they fired their manager mid-season. So bad the owner is putting the team up for sale. And then these two games, the biggest series of the season against the team that is now just four games back of the Yankees, three in the loss column, and they lose both, and they score one run in 18 innings in the biggest series of the season today. And I didn't want to do this podcast tonight. I, even though they lost, I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I wrote the blog earlier today on Keith to the City, uh, just kind of a, a summary of Aaron Boone's foolishness in his pregame press conference on Friday, saying how basically Oswald Peraza and Oswaldo Cabrera aren't going to help the Yankees win, and that Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is the starting shortstop and a whole bunch of other bullshit. But then Isaiah Kiner-Falefa isn't the starting shortstop the next night. Cabrera's in the lineup, Peraza's in the lineup, just total, you know, a complete opposite of what Boone said less than 24 hours prior. And I wasn't going to do it. I, I wrote the blog about it. I said, you know what? It's it's Labor Day weekend. They're going to lose. I know they're going to lose. I bet the under again on the Yankees game on the total run line. It was opened at 8. I got it there. I took it again at 7.5. It's it's so easy. I mean, the under now is 18-5 and five in Yankees games in the last 23 games. 18-5. and five. It would be 19-4. and four. If Boone didn't waste last night's game giving the ball to Anthony Banda, who couldn't throw a strike, threw 10 strikes out of 29 pitches, had faced six batters, didn't retire one, and single-handedly cost the under. So 
it's it's hard not to bet the under. You you know what's going to happen. We keep seeing it happen. The Yankees have not scored one run or less in nine of their last 26 games. That's 35% of the time for a month they've scored one run or less. It's as remarkable. And I wasn't going to do anything. But then I <laughs> I watched Aaron Boone's post-game press conference, and I, I just... I said I have to do something. I mean, the things he said tonight after this loss are unforgivable. I I don't I mean, he said a lot of unforgivable things. Basically every night he says something unforgivable cuz for the for four plus years as Yankees manager going on five complete years, he's t- told countless lies, exaggerations, um just just completely fabricating player evaluations, injuries. The sun is always going to come out tomorrow for him. I, you know, I started calling him Annie because he's always talking about tomorrow as if it's endless, as if there isn't a finite amount of games in a baseball season. And for the Yankees, there's 29 games left. And the way he talked to Meredith Morakovitz, it sounds like he plans on losing all 29 of them. It's right there, Meredith, you know, so... We're going to have the same conversation every day. So there he is getting snippy with Meredith Morakovitz, who just asked a question, an honest question, gets snippy, he uses her name in his answer, and then says they're going to have the same conversation every day. You're going to talk about the Yankees offense scoring one or zero runs every day for the rest of the season? That's your plan? You've already been doing this now for two and a half months. You're going to do it for the final month? You're going to complete the largest game lead collapse in the history of Major League Baseball, which is currently held by the, the 51 Dodgers, which is going to get destroyed with these Yankees, a 15-and-a-half game lead once they completely blow it. And going back 19 days ago, the Yankees lost to the Rays 4 to nothing at Yankee Stadium. And that night, things weren't going well. They got shut out again. It was just a miserable performance. And Boone guaranteed that the Yankees would bounce back from this. He guaranteed that they would recover from this. And now, tonight, after this game, he took back that guarantee. If we don't dig ourselves out, you'll have a great story to write. For Aaron Boone to put it out there that the Yankees may not turn this around is fucking crazy. You do not do that. If you're the manager or a coach of a professional team, this... Like, that is a point of no return. To say if they don't dig themselves out, to put that out there that it's a possibility. And for this guy who just could just tell you the the glass is half full no matter what, for him to say that is so telling that he knows they're probably not going to turn it around. He knows they're in huge trouble. Big trouble. That was the most outrageous thing he said as Yankees manager. And he's said a lot of stuff that's outrageous that you can't believe would come out of someone's mouth who's the manager of the New York Yankees. This tonight, that was the worst thing he's ever said. But he didn't even end there because then he was asked about the fact that the Yankees fired both their hitting coaches after last season And they're getting the same results this season. Why is that? Let's let's see what Boone had to say. Um, 
Well, we're number one in the league in scoring. That's really what you're going to say right now? You're going to say you're number one in the league in scoring? Because you had some lopsided wins against the Red Sox and the Royals and the Guardians early in the season? That's that's quite the answer to sit back and say you lead the league in scoring. What a joke. What a joke. And to talk about the two coaches that got fired, uh, if you watch the Derek Jeter documentary, Buck Showalter in that talks about when he left the Yankees after 95 and how George Steinbrenner wanted to fire his whole coaching staff and he didn't think he could return to the Yankees with a new coaching staff and have any credibility in the clubhouse just because of the loyalty factor. Since Aaron Boone has been manager of the Yankees, the entire coaching staff has changed. You know, they changed bench coaches, they changed base coaches, they changed hitting coaches, they changed pitching coaches. He continues to stay because he has no fucking loyalty. Phil Nevin, supposedly his best friend, he let him get fired and just kept doing the job. He doesn't care about anyone else. And, and, to, and so to bring that up is just hilarious because he'll throw these hitting coaches under the bus too. He doesn't care. It's never his fault. It's, it's as if he's not the one, you know, making the actual in-game decisions. And I always hear the people who say, oh, he doesn't make the lineup. He makes the lineup. And Brian Cashman has been adamant about that many times in a public forum that Boone makes the lineup. And people think he, he doesn't. There, there's no one dumb enough in the world aside from Boone to make the lineups he makes. To call Peraza up and to not play him. To sit Cabrera before scheduled off day, then sit him after the scheduled off day. There's no one dumb enough to do that stuff. He does that. He makes the in-game decisions. He calls for the steals. He's calling for who comes into games from the bullpen. No one else. He's doing that. And you're starting to get the sense that I think he's beginning to understand that he's not going to be doing that anymore if this collapse completes. In the past, it was like, okay, you could see, you know, they could blame the players. They could blame injuries. They could do that. And you could do that again here, but you blow the biggest uh, game lead in the history of the sport, you do not come back from that. You don't come back from that. And the tone and his mood and his answers in the press conferences are starting to mirror the play on the field. It's depressing. It's somber. It's a bit agitating. That's how he's talking now. And he's the the public front for this team. You know, Aaron Judge is the face of the Yankees, but Boone is the guy who's always answering questions before games, after games, talks to the media every single day. He is the PR machine. And for him to give these answers that he gave tonight just is so telling about where this team's at and where they're headed. And where they're headed is is nowhere, let's be honest. Sure, they could still win the division. The odds are still heavily in their favor. Given the fact that they still have a four-game lead, given the Rays' really tough September schedule, the fact that all these AL East teams will beat up on each other, they're still in the driver's seat, yeah. But what's the goal here? Because if they do get in the playoffs, they're not going to beat anyone. Look at the, the pitchers they can't hit, and look at the pitchers they'll have to get past to do anything in the playoffs. They're not going to do anything. Unless Luis Severino comes back and looks like his old self, Matt Carpenter comes back and is still Barry Bonds, 
Harrison Bader comes back and somehow isn't just an automatic out, which is what his career numbers tell us he will be. There's a lot of ifs here. It's not like the Yankees are waiting on one guy or one thing. They need an entire lineup outside of Aaron Judge to start hitting. They need bullpen consistency. They need their starting pitching to get healthy. Severino's out. Cortez is out. Tyone's out. Like they need so many things to turn here. It's not they're not waiting on one guy, a couple guys. They're waiting on a whole roster. So I don't know how anyone could feel good about this. I don't know how anyone could think, okay, just hang on and get to October. First it was hang on and get to the deadline. Then it was hang on and get to August. Then now it's hang on and get to September. September, they haven't won a game yet. The two biggest games of the season, they scored one run in both. <laughs> this team's not going anywhere. So it's we're at the point here where it's like, do you want them to hang on just to make the playoffs and then be out in the first round again? And then you'll have the, you'll be, see Boone back, Cashman will get a new contract because they won the division, because they made the playoffs, and they'll just say the playoffs are a crapshoot, which is their excuse. It's been their excuse every single time except for once since 2000. Or do they complete the collapse? Do they fall to the wildcard series? Do they maybe miss the whole thing altogether? And you get a new manager and you potentially get a new GM for as as far-fetched as it seems that the Steinbrenners would cut the relationship with Cashman who's been with the Yankees for 35 years. If you blow this whole thing I don't know how you don't make wholesale changes. So we're kind of at the uh, a point here where it's like, you know, either the Yankees are going to win the division and they're going to be where we thought they'd be in the ALDS in a first round bye, or they complete the biggest regular season collapse in history after already having the biggest postseason collapse in history to their name, and then they have to make changes. There's 29 games left to decide that. And to win the division, they're going to need just about all of them. Because on Sat on Sunday, they're going to see the Rays bullpen for a bullpen game. They don't hit the Rays bullpen. <laughs> that game, and Frankie Montas is going, what do you expect from him? I don't expect anything. I don't expect anything from him. I don't expect anything from this team other than Aaron Judge. So that'll do it for today. Yankees Rays series finale on Sunday afternoon. I'll probably be back on here because I'm sure they'll lose. I'm sure Boone will say something dumb again. We'll be here again. Like he said to Meredith, we'll have the same conversation every day. I'll have this same conversation every day. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.